You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen. On sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. As we are back, we are live. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. And friends, we are here talking about the Wheel of Time, Season 1, Episodes 1 through 3. Just sort of a general discussion. Uh, We've had some time to sit back and watch it again and go through, look at some of the other features uh, inside of Amazon. Just just a lot to process, man. A lot, lot going through our minds right now. Yeah, man. We watched it last night. It dropped early. I've watched it twice now, all three episodes. Uh, just the initial watch last night was just sheer excitement. It was just chaos. Um, it was a, it was like the, it was Lords of Chaos, Whoa. right? Amazon's just sitting there, and they're just like, you know what? Let's just drop it. And it's like, wow, they're like the Lords of Chaos. And then it's like the internet was basically the fires of heaven because it's just burning up. Okay. Yep. Yep. But beforehand, we were curious. We were like, is it going to drop? I don't know. Mm-hmm. My God, the shadow that was, was rising. was rising. Was darkness. Yep. Okay. Yep. It was it was there. And But you uh-huh. know what? We made it. Okay. And now, yeah. Matt, we're, we're now we're on a great hunt we for are. the Easter eggs, the hidden gems in these first three episodes. Just still a lot. I mean, like we did our, our initial kind of like, you know, 20, 30 minute just discussion on on the episodes and talked about them individually, but I am impressed. I'm still thoroughly impressed with what they've done and the emotion that I feel the marketing went up. 
things went crazy. It just kind of took off. And um, I think right now, I mean, again, it's Friday as we're as we're recording this. Folks are sitting down tonight with their pizza, watching it with their popcorn. Right. For me, it's milk duds, some coffee, maybe uh, a cherry Coke. Right. And I just it was pizza. Ah. It was it was pizza for me last night. I made I made DiGiorno. I figured it was the closest thing. Um, was it a false pizza? It's not it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Oh, my yeah, God. It's like the false dragon of of, of food. So Dude. that's kind of where I was where I was at. I almost went to Taco Bell and said, can I have the Tuatha on number seven? Yeah, OK, I'm still a little confused I... by that one. I mean, they were they were eating quesadillas. I mean, they just like just. They're travelers. That's what they do. They just travel, and they're like, you know, like, give me that, give me that number seven, right? Which is, I, I think that's, I think that's it, right? Isn't the number me, seven? It's, hold isn't on, the number seven. I'm the Taco Bell. The, it, I think Taco it's the Bell number seven. Maybe. It's a quesadilla and a taco, and I think you get a large drink, which I usually go with Mountain Dew. Oh my God! They don't have the, they don't have the numbers up here. Wow. Taco is it different at every place? Menu numbers. Come on now. Oh, wait. Oh, here we got images. Um, man. The number number seven is that you're right, man. That is I haven't the been quesadilla. to Taco Bell in years. But that was my go-to. That's the quesadilla. <laughs> Thanks, uh, the, the, That's what the they were The on quesadilla. The, 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 the Tinkers one, man. quesadilla. Oh, my God. Right. So, yeah, it was... It was good as I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've watched it twice. I appreciate it more. Um, watching it last night when it dropped, you know, there were some streaming issues. Like it was kind of stuttering there for me for a bit because I think it just came out and literally everyone's like refreshing the page, trying to get it to trying to get it to start. So I was able to watch it this morning um, on a better screen and everything. Uh, it was 4K. It was freaking great. Right. Uh, watched on my MacBook, um, which is probably the best screen I have in my house. Mm -hmm. And why uh, it was, it looked, Great, crisp, everything looks good. Um, each episode, I feel like, just gets better and better. Listening to some of the music again, listening to some of the scoring, loved it. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm doing actually. I, I have a, another window up, uh, open here. I'm just kind of clicking through. My, my gosh, episode one, it's crazy. It might, it might actually. So episode three is amazing, but episode one, it just floors me because. Like there's so many little things. Rand and Egwene. I was talking to some of our listeners. I've been in. Uh, by the way, you can follow us over. Uh, follow me at Wamprat underscore two M. Hit me up with your thoughts. Follow Matt at Super Gains Bros. Hit us up. If you're listening on the podcast. Uh, come find us and tell us what you thought about this stuff. Or send us a pigeon at the Horn of Belier at gmail.com. because we want to know what you're thinking. Because what I was hearing from folks is they were impressed. And again, this is not everyone. This is a small sampling. But um, with, with the Egwene Rand emotional kind of like the, the intimacy, right? It's like it's – I don't know. You know how they hire intimacy coordinators for shows? I don't think those two needed it. I don't know if they needed it. I think I was real. Like I think – I think, I think that, that really – there, uh, there was a connection. There was a connection. Rumors started here. They're dating. No, just kidding. But um, – well, they were dating in, in, in Emmons Field. Uh, pledge to one another. So that was really cool. And then little things like this, right? Lan, right? Uh, <laughs> Lan's getting into the hot tub, the not right. so hot tub. He right? needed it warmer. That was cool, Moraine. You you using your power for something that trivial? You know what I mean? He's like, it could be warmer. It it could be. And he's just staring down Moraine, and she's 
just looking at him kind of like not really smiling, but like, okay, let me do this for my water. Like I'll, I'll take care of him and magic this water a little bit. Well, it's a good uh, thing she did because she needed him later. She sure did. Absolutely. You know, that was a big, what we did, we did our change video. Like we, we did a a five biggest changes or whatever, but buddy one that I, I just thought of after we did that was more rain. Like the big change in her arc, she is out for the count for like two. Yeah, I will say rewatching the fight scene this for for the second time, man, it's really cool just how you get it, how like because the focus is such on Moraine, right, where she's like, you know, weaving and there's lightning and rocks flying everywhere. um, You actually sort of miss out. But if you rewatch it don't necessarily pay attention to her, but pay attention to land. And you see land like people like Trollocs keep coming at him and he's just like bouncing around knocking guys down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He is. That's where that, that, because yeah, you're trying to figure out what is she doing with the power? She's, she's weaving it all. She's pulling it all in. She, they almost have to give up because she doesn't know if she can pull in enough power. That was good. You got to show the limitations of the Aes Sedai. I had to show that she was limited in some, in some way. We're going to have to get some Angriol, some Sangriol. Uh, and, and so on to amplify our eyes to die when they need to. And, and yeah, Matt, I don't know if you heard this. This was one of our, our comments from, I think it was episode one. Now I think it's totally not true, but it's not the first time I've seen it. I've seen a couple comments about this. So some people are asking about parents wife. They're wondering what was the awkwardness? What was the tension between, why doesn't she go to, uh, Gwen's why doesn't she go with the women's circle? Why isn't she there for the ceremony? Oh. Yeah. Um, I think she's an outsider, obviously. I, I to me, to me, I feel okay. like she's definitely an outsider of Emmons Field. Okay. And I like that. That's why. Okay. I like that because some people were going the, the, the comment that I saw and I saw one other comment about this was that she's a, a dark friend. I was like, guys, uh, that, now that I don't know. About. Come on. You know, like, like, did somebody was like, That's did you a- notice that she's a dark friend? I was like, now, now we're starting to see dark friends everywhere, which I like. Okay. Be right. on the, be on the lookout, but that's Perrin's wife. She can't be a dark friend. There ain't no way. Um, now I, I, my question was, and I, and I've, I've seen it twice. Was she pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. We, that we, we that, like, I don't know that they said that, did they? They didn't say anything about that but i think that we saw like the way he kind of yeah, came up and hugged her, her made it seem like it like she was yeah i think so um yeah there's a really uh nice shot here I'm trying to find it real quick where they're in bed she's in her uh gown yeah she looks you're right you can see the outsider bit all the scars that she has on right. her on her arm from from the forge, probably right. I'm, I'm guessing, but what an interesting character. We just kind of blew past that so fast. It happens so quickly. Uh, and again, I, I always I, I mispronounce her name, Layla. Right? Is that right, Layla? So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> thought she was cool. That was interesting. Yeah, I did too. Um, put on Fane, man, and Matt seem to know each other. See, put on Fane's been there quite a bit. Right. They, they, that was one like line where it, you, you got the idea that he's been here uh, every year. He, he comes every year. They've gotten to know each other. They've got a relationship of some kind. And that's that's cool, because in, in the book, it's more about him getting that dagger back from Matt. But this seems to be 
more. They wheel and deal a little bit. Whereas in the book, they just he, there was a larger crowd around Padon Fane, and really they just were standing at the back of the crowd listening to the news that he was telling about Giladon and the and the false dragon Logain. Uh, Gaeldon. Uh, Gaeldon, excuse me. As yeah. they say it, as they say it in the show. Yeah, Gaeldon. Um, yeah, so it was that was definitely kind of interesting that they have uh, certainly seeming more of a relationship. Now, I guess my question to you as is is it is it Padon Fane who has spread the rumor that there are four Taviran there? Well, <clears throat> yeah, what it almost feels like more is known. I'm even trying to think back in the book, like Loyal just can he can see the signs around them and see right. and understand that they are Taviran. Things are happening around them that are unexplainable. And wonder... correct me if I'm mistaken, but where we're at in the podcast, mm -hmm. on our the podcast we do, for anybody that's new, um, we're going through the books. It's my first time through the books. We just finished book five. Um, they said the four Taviran. Correct me if I'm mistaken. We In the books, it's only three? Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever said that Egwene is Taviran in the books, at least to where we're at now. Uh, correct. That's correct. Yeah. Actually, now is that mm -hmm. is that is that something that will change in the books or is that it, something that is is that is it accurate or is it a showism? That's so crazy. I can't like if I answer it, I you know, it's just like, you know, whatever. I I, I don't want to say. I mean, yeah, I think it's I think it, to, to, it's to a, me, it's to a, me, to me, where I'm at in the books, obviously, Egwene it's a show is really important for you. Right. Because because in, in, in the books, right. you're saying I haven't seen it. It would be there uh, through book five, so we're gonna call it. A no, I've just ne I've never seen anyone call her that. Uh, to me, if you told me that Egwene and Nynaeve are Taviran, it doesn't really change my perception of them at yeah, all because they're incredibly important. Like yeah. it's pretty obvious yeah. that they're all all important. So I guess I'm okay if you spoil it for me if she is, because it doesn't really do anything different. So I'm wondering right. if that is a showism or not. See, and that's I, I it is a, it is a showism. Um, she's not a uh, Taviran. Um, okay. As far as, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There are other Taviran though, and there are rumors. Um, <clears throat> yeah, rumor, rumor of four. Of four. Uh -huh. Right, and so I guess yeah. My question of the rumor of four was: is that is that in the books? And I don't think it is. Yeah, there is someone. <clears throat> so, um, gosh, I don't know if there's somebody else. Or might, there's somebody else who might be rumored well, to be one. Yeah, there are some people who who speculate about a couple of different ones. And if you guys want to leave comments about who those individuals are, but there were some in history, right? Uh, they often compare Rand, um, Matt, and Perrin to like Arthur Hawkwing and some other individuals who were uh, Taviran, and that these individuals that Rand is much stronger. So uh, originally, was there going to be a fourth? There might have been. I don't. I don't know. And that you know, I, what I didn't get a chance to watch was the the making of and some of the behind the scenes stuff here for Robert Jordan. So we can look into that. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. If that was in the draft, that would be awesome. See, now it's interesting because Moraine talks about how the four of you are important, but then the dark friend in episode three says it's the five of you. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which would include Nynaeve right so it's also like when is that like so you see how you can be things can be communicated through dreams people can appear and show up and, and speak to you so that dark friend could be getting live updates about stuff right i mean she knows them she knows who they are and she shouldn't she's never seen them before but yet she has seen them somewhere else so 
Yeah, um, which is interesting. And we don't. And and she was a kid, the <clears throat> the dark friend we see in episode three. Her story is definitely incredibly interesting because she's talks about how she's never left that town, mm-hmm. and you know people just sort of come and go. So I guess at what point? would somebody come through that would offer you a path to the darkness that you would decide to choose it and then still stay in that town? Well, that's the thing. Once you've pledged and you're instructed to do, how does as know? <clears throat> I know dark but... friends do, you know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not a dark friend, but yeah, they have to, they're, they, they find out that those olds that they make, that they take are a bit more binding than they bargained for. Um, and they pledged I did, like when she died and you see the darkness in her blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, the Taviran pieces is, is interesting. Uh, it, it wouldn't matter. Right. I mean, even if there were, cause there, there's sometimes where things happen. I know in the books, it's much more like when Rand goes into a city or, or when some of them, things happen uh chaos happens or people get everyone in the, in the town who's in who's engaged or dating all of a sudden gets married or uh, a lot of deaths happen or freak accidents happen things that just um happens around them you know is i don't know i don't think we need as much of that actually right really i hate to say that but when i think about the show i mean it's cool in the book but how much of that can they attribute to I don't know how much are they. How much of that are they going to do and play up in the in the in the TV series? They're Taviran, meaning they're special, and there there's a purpose. They have a greater destiny. I think is about as far as you really need to to go with it. Um, uh, question here: What if the show wants to go against the first book and make Logan the fifth instead of Nynaeve? Could dag on Ryan. Logan is going. Logan is clearly going to be a big part of the story from everything we've seen in the trailers. Um, and I would say even next episode, I think next episode is where he breaks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who is. So it's just implied. This is a good point that uh, DK Moon brought up. Like we say facts. I mean, some of these things are there's just rumor. There's rumor of these to There's rumor um, or it's said by a dark friend. Can you trust what's said by a dark friend? You know, that kind of stuff. That's just, this is cool. So if, and we are we're thinking it's naive. It wasn't said uh, that it would be. Right. And again, we just right. watched them. So if we're missing something here, you guys leave us a comment. Let us know. But I mean, uh, yeah, it, it Logan is clearly important. We think of the Emmons Field five and we go right there and we say, yeah, it's, it's got to be. That's what they're talking about. But again, move some pieces around. Show us Logan. See what's going on as you later on in the story. Big freaking deal. Big connections between him and Nynaeve and stuff. I mean, really interesting stuff happens later on. So, yeah. So um, I guess we can, we can talk about some of the dynamics. What do we think? Just opening scene. Yeah. Op- opening scene, gentling, you know, g- gentling that 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 male channeler. Well, the, the best thing that they did there was to show <clears throat> him running with a companion side by side. And then for I think that's Leandrin says, yeah. um, who are you talking to? There's no one there. And that is cool because you know this. Who is Rand talking to half the time? Rand's talking to someone up here in the books. No idea. Um, so this person was also talking to someone else and was had gone mad, had gone crazy. 
So Rand's starting to think like, well, that's some of the characteristics that the Red Aja and other Aes Sedai see in men who channel you know, the, um, the, the craziness or, or whatever, the madness can come in different forms maybe. But so some it's like they're talking to someone else or they, they see people who aren't there or maybe they just go to mad rantings. Uh, I don't know. Stop talking, get w- withdrawn, uh, go mad or crazy that way. I thought it was cool that they showed it. Um, again, I don't like the idea of gentling all these men. I think we've got to agree. <clears throat> yeah, but, but 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 yeah, it was it was cool for, for I think viewers to come out there and say, OK, I see something. I understand now that this this man was crazy and most men who channel are are crazy and they could break the world. One of the best things, if you get a chance to go see the X-ray version of um, is it X-ray? Yeah, the X-ray bonus. Yeah, Amazon. Am- yeah, Amazon has this thing where it's X-ray when you're watching and it'll take you to stuff. And there are there's bonus content which shows a few histories and there's like behind the scenes stuff as well. Yeah, which is really cool. The first one is great. They they do a really good job, and it's necessary there to go back and say who was the dragon, um, and that's cool. Like we're just calling, we're flat out looking for the dragon. One of them is the dragon. The dragon is going to be there uh, at the last battle, and we need this person. Uh, so yeah, they they do a, a better job, not a better job, but they they expand on it more in that little animation where they talk. It's a, it's a I don't know who it is. Three minutes. Yeah, so one of the Aes Sedai, though, they're talking around a table about what they know from the Age of Legends and the boar into the Dark One's prison, sealing him away. By the way, if you look at the artwork on that, it looks just like who we're seeing in our dreams. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah who I do believe we will see at some point. Um, what about... Uh, I'm trying to think. The biggest sort of surprises. Uh, anything, anything? Is there anything that sort of surprised you? That, like you didn't think we'd see that we saw a little bit earlier, maybe than you thought. Um, well, what I was going to go to what, what I thought was cool. It's not really a surprise. I was very happy to see the inner workings of the women's circle a little bit and to see how they operate a little bit and understand more about the wind and, and the wisdom and getting more details on that. Cause that's, that's kind of important. What we actually get to see in the books so you think about this. This is an adaptation. We get Rand's perspective. We get to sit in on the village council. We don't necessarily get to go over to the women's circle and hear from them as much, right? And so in the show, they said, you guys get to see after Pot on Fane says what he says. They bring Pot on Fane in to the village council. They discuss the women's circle goes and does their thing. We got to see the other side of that and see kind of what happens there with the women's circle, which we never would have saw before. So that's where if, if people are upset about that kind of change, that's the kind of stuff right there that is we already know what the village council discusses and how they interact in the books. So now you're showing me the the women's circle and their traditions, the braiding of the hair. I understand that more. Um, and I understand like how much they value the river and and let the river take you and guide you. They're two rivers folk, right? Remember that they're two rivers folk. So that was cool. That and it's not really a surprise, but I was just happy to see more of that and learn something about the wisdom so yeah um i guess i would say man the way they're already handling balsamon in the dreams is mm-hmm. like crazy awesome and the dark yeah. one like they i 
<clears throat> the dark one feels more menacing in the show in three book in three episodes than he does by episode by we by the end of book five. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because we 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 really get to see him. We get to see him uh, invading their dreams. Then we see the after effect of bats and scorched kind of ground and all of that. So yeah, seems more more menacing. We don't really know much. I mean, I think we're going to keep seeing him more and more, and we're going to learn more about it. We're going to have to. Moraine needs to learn once she wakes back up. See, the big thing is Moraine has been knocked out she's, of it, and she right. she's the one who can who will see those warnings and those signs and say that's bad. That's really bad. And here's what it means. And so that's going to come out more so, I think, in, in the White Tower as we, you know, next couple episodes. Dreams are more powerful than you know. Right. The dream world is huge. How often, I mean, like, my God, I mean, we are in Teleron Riyadh all the time in the books. We're always communicating, stepping in and out of there. We have great battles there. It's, it's freaking nuts. So good to introduce it early, I, I say. Yeah, let me see here. Kind of skipping ahead a little bit. How do you... Um... How do you feel they are going to explain Perrin's gifts with um, to him without the Elias character they seem to have removed? Also, how how is Moraine going to track them without the coins? See, um, the second question, I think that they said we're all going to Tarvalin, and the fact that we know we're not going to get Camelin in the show, mm -hmm. I think they're all just going to end up meeting back in Tarvalin kind of at the same time. Um, I think it's just the easy way to do that. And how are they going to explain Perrin's gifts? I think that he, Elias is just going to, his sort of role is going to get moved to somebody else, or maybe, uh, maybe an Elias character comes in season two and it gets explained further there. I don't know that we have to explain all the wolf stuff this season. I mean, in the books, it's like season, it's like book four before you really get some answers about the uh, Perrin and the wolf the um the wolves so i don't it's probably going to be pushed back a bit yeah exactly they don't necessarily um need to do it right now and you could just show a bunch of stuff going on with wolves and and see that they're they're okay well they guided parent like like lay a bunch of breadcrumbs here in the beginning that are going to pay off for for show watchers in season two right and and that would be uh cool to to see that yeah someone's going to show up and because we need to learn more about Warders, more about Taviran. Um, there's still a lot of things we need to learn. And we it's actually kind of abrupt in the books, right? He just shows up and this man literally says to him, oh, you can talk to them. It's really, right. it's one of the things I said in the book club is that Robert Jordan just trusts the reader. Go with it. Just go with it. He just throws it at you and says, yep, this is a new thing. We're rolling with it. Whereas they're wanting to try to get people to speculate and see the connections and lay a, a better kind of... Um, like a, like a ramp that runs into that uh, conversation with an Elias-like figure. And they're doing it right now, which is good. Yeah, David says, I was, honest, I was honestly expecting that the dreams would be something that would get cut from the show adaptation. Um, yeah, I don't know that we're... I will say I don't know that we're going to do as much in the dream world. I mean, it's not for a while that we do it anyway. So we'll have to see. I think that you can actually use the dreams to sort of explain a lot of stuff especially with like loose theron just like some of that like the entire prologue chapter i feel like could just be a dream that rand has um and i think you can actually use it to speed along a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. happens with um some of these characters especially like a lot of the dreams you could i think you could really shift to one dream in a season mm -hmm. essentially yeah. essentially so 
we'll have to see. But I don't know. That, I don't know that we'll do all the Dream World stuff as much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not really sure. Not really sure what they're going to do with that. I mean, uh, <clears throat> yeah, because it was a great way to kind of communicate across long distances and fill in. I mean, definitely not in. in it comes later, but uh, that's a really interesting question. How are they going to do all the Teleron Riyadh stuff? The meetings they meet there all the time in the books and that's yeah. how uh, it seems like the show could do that because just like in game of thrones you've got different you've got people in westeros and over in essos well if we want those characters if those characters do talk in the books how are they going to do that um you know maybe just not as much it's, it'll still be there but maybe not as much i see yeah is there anything that you saw that you thought would get cut but wasn't Oh, uh, that I saw that I thought would get cut. Hmm. Um, no, I'm just kind of clicking through first episode here. Uh, nah, man, I, I that because I think they made a lot of change. Like, they're still slightly different changes. It was almost more like they were, I was surprised by how What's they rearranged. Yeah. yeah. And, and then how they rearranged it and how they, still told the story um one thing that was cut that was interesting was the fever dream by tam tam mumbling yes right so that was something that was cut that i wish or that i think like oh, okay Rand dwells on that for a long time and he thinks about oh my father knew something right and it's i guarantee they filmed it and they just on the cutting board said we don't have room or time for it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Yeah, that... they did. So they, they did sort of explain it at least, at least already put in our minds. There's something weird about Rand, mm -hmm. um, which is honestly like, could be the title of the first like two books. Uh, is there something right. weird with Rand? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Because when we see the eye eel and the, uh, and the, and the eye eel, has that color hair and Tom Maryland says to Matt, Oh, that's, that's, that's like that hair color. You don't typically see this way. You don't see outside of the, the mm -hmm. borderlands and it zooms in on it. And it's the exact same hair color as Rand that red. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So that's there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> one thing. So we got to see this sort of uh, bell time. Well, it's, it's, it's sort of bell time, but it's, it's there. They get the lamps and they put all the lamps in the uh, the river and Rand and his father hang a lamp for their um, for Rand's mom, for Tam's wife, mm -hmm. Carrie Althor. And that was that was that was cool to see that and to see them remembering and thinking back to ages it time. This is a wheel of time. And so understanding that history and lore matter and that uh there was a, a a reference to about being born again and souls coming and going and coming back and someone said they, i don't know if it was ran who might have asked the question like how long until we are born back again into the world you yeah. know would you ever would you even remember your your previous life is it thousands of years ago or is it three thousand years ago like how long so yeah stuff like that was interesting Here's a question from Kevin. He says, in episode one was Perrin's wife trying to kill him. She had her weapon above her head when he turned around, not a book reader. Yeah, you know, at first I was like, wait, what, what was she doing? I think she was just, it's hard to tell because Perrin is like just really wailing on that uh, that Trolloc. 
And it's almost like she comes around the corner, but then he sort of turns because because he's just like he's in the zone. I mean, uh, and so I almost feel like she was just coming around the corner because she couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm watching it right now. So it's weird too. Like if she is a dark friend, she would be. So that's what people are getting at, which is why is she acting so strange? Uh, when Perrin comes in, she lays her head back against him. He's holding her stomach. Um, and she seems like Matt said, she's just to him. It felt like she was just an outsider. Like she wasn't someone who had been welcomed yet, maybe into the women's circle or didn't go out there for that reason. There was a bitterness. There was something going on. She was out foraging and, yeah, I think she was just coming to like knock a trollic out uh, and help her husband. Right. But that's what I that's what I really thought. I didn't think it was anything more than that. But I think it's because it's a str- there's a strangeness. There's there's a when you watch it, she is mad. She is out there intense. She's something's wrong. Uh, when you first show up there, there's they could see it in her face. Her jaws kind of quivering um, and she's upset. Maybe about she's something. just trying. Maybe she's trying to make money. That they're maybe, working and parents out there drinking. Maybe, maybe, man. I she's in uh, she's in the forge, working hard, and I think she's pregnant. With I, I again, I don't remember that totally. they specifically. I don't. I I can't remember that he does he specifically say it. I was gonna listen. Here. It just looked to me like the way he kind of grabbed her was almost like you know the way you're gonna grab, right? Know, like the behind the hug, you know, thing. Right. And so if that's the case, then it's it's like hey. I'm in here working for our family and you're out there. Right. You know, and, and where he playing, you know, playing dice. Right. The, the way he kills her too, accidentally. Uh, right. Is, right is there to implies that. More. Yeah. A child couldn't be saved, you know? So right. gosh, man. And I'm just, they did a good job too, of showing us that Moraine gets tired using the power and that. You right. Can only well, she used so a much. lot of it. I mean, she did. She, it's not it's not like she just uses one thing. I mean, she she uses a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she acts a bit weird. Wolves attack her body in a dream too. several hints. She may be a dark friend. Wow. That's what people are saying, man. You know, go. We should go back and look at the blood, because remember when you see the blood of the dark friend in episode three, there's like there's like blackness in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of actually trying because it's, it's it's hard to tell because it's so dark there. Right, right. It's it's so dark. Yeah. God, she does have a hammer though. She is using the hammer hardcore. Right. Um, see, I don't know. See, I guess and he I guess has like, an axe. I guess if if it turns out that she's a dark friend, then it sort of like can take Perrin off the hook a bit, right? And like, oh, well, well, she was a dark she was a dark friend, and maybe she was the one that told the trollocs and all that stuff. But then that kind of goes against the idea that they would just know that the that they're important and they need to chase okay. them down anyway. Okay. But I don't know that you need any of that for Perrin because I could just like, dude, it's an accident. It's a total accident. Go what I, I am now though. I just watched it again. For anybody who yeah, wants to pull it up to... silently and just do a click through, go look at her, she, buddy. She's bringing that thing down. Oh, it looks like because his back is turned. the The trollic is in front of him, and he's. He's already killed it. He's hit it probably six or seven times in the face with his axe. And as he turns around, there's no one there. And she has it raised above her head coming right, down, up here. coming down on him. Now that's interesting. So, and it, here's okay. Full on prediction. I can't believe this. So 
I take back what I said. Let's go tinfoil here. Matt, she she became a dark friend. Hold on here. She became a dark friend. She pledged to, to get close to this man and and to kill him, but she fell in love with him and she's and she's having his child. And now the only way she can save her child is 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 to follow through. Like like it's either I'm going to kill your child or I'm going to um or you're gonna kill your husband. You know what All I mean? Right, I'm watching I'm watching the scene right here. Hold, hold on, on. give take, me give me one second. Take, take your time. I'm gonna keep talking. You go do your thing here. Uh friends, leave me a comment here on on this. And if you have a chance to go check this out, it's a, it's episode one. Go look at this again. She's using the hammer, he's using the yeah. Hammer. Um, she does, and she is almost like she's standing there. It's hard, it's still hard to tell a bit because she's um, the way she's got that is well above her head, like she's coming right. right down on top of him. And again, not that he wanted to kill her, he didn't even know she was doing that or what her, her positioning was. She might have just been coming in for a kill blow over top of his shoulder on top of the trollic, but um, right. Jack's a bit weird. Yeah, wolves attack her body in Dream 2. Several hints. They do. Let me Maybe go past. she is, man. Yeah, that, and here's what I'm thinking. The, the child thing, and again, full tinfoil theory there. Um, <clears throat> Inktar, Matt, agrees in the book to be a dark friend because he saw no other way uh, or, or something. Yeah. Could, oh, here's a good comment. Yeah. Um, could be Taviran saving Perrin. Could be that he randomly, um, yeah, yeah, swings that swings. It's hard to tell, man. It's 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 really hard to tell. I just watched the scene again. It's 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 really hard to get anything out of it other than she's she's standing there. But again, if she's coming around, if she's coming around the corner. It's hard. To, you know, you might have it raised. Well, and again, if you're the, if you're show creators, you don't want it to be obvious. You definitely wouldn't want exactly. something like that to be obvious. You'd want to bury it and hide it. Now, I'm going to go back here because I think they're right. I'm looking at that dream sequence. I thought something was wrong. And all of her stares look very distant. She looks like she's um, like she's deep in right. thought and troubled by something. Right. So, but what if, what if, you know, because in episode two, Perrin, the wolves come to Perrin and they lick him. Mm -hmm. Right. And then they walk, mm -hmm. then they walk by. So what if right now he's viewing the wolves as a sort of aggressive part of his nature? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like right now he doesn't know what's going on with the wolves, but that could be like, that, that could be part of it. Right. It could be. Maybe could he's be. viewing himself as a wolf and he's, you know, right. This is fascinating. I guess I guess at first I saw the wolves and I just thought she was strange and something was going on. But now that I saw her bringing that hammer down on him, um, there's this more than one piece of evidence. Before I thought it was just one thing and you could kind of dismiss right. it. But now I'm thinking uh, there's more going on here. And it's the dream I want to see. So here it is. Um, wow, Matt. <laughs> When when wolves attack you, you're you're no, it's normally not a good thing because the wolves ally themselves with Perrin, so they're his protectors. He's right. He's a freaking wolf king, man. Um, <clears throat> so 
when so... I first saw it, th- when I first saw it, I thought that it was her doing the same thing as Perrin turning to attack. But I could definitely be convinced with what you're saying about, especially with Ultra. Yeah, I could be too. I think I need a little more information to go off of. See, because then I guess my question is, does it ruin that if she's does a dark friend? What? Because the moment, the the, the moment is impactful because parent accidentally kills his wife while he Mm -hmm. was, while he was aggressively, I mean, you know, he was the Trollocs dad, but he's still going to town. It's like very aggressive, right? Um, Type of a thing. And so in his sort of rage, not just fighting to defend himself, he's now in like rage, he turns and strikes his wife. Mm -hmm. So to me, that is that goes more in line with his, with his decision of you know the hammer versus the axe right the the way of the leaf and this pacifist different you know lifestyle and that that tension he has more so if i think if it turns out she's a dark friend then it's kind of then it justifies his actions even though it was still in in a moment of rage yeah i think yeah <clears throat> i think too though it could be she's a yeah, this is going to sound strange to say uh, a good sort of dark friend in that like she made this pledge beforehand and she's a dark friend that just loves her husband but then finds out she has to kill her husband you know what i mean like made the pledge long ago put it right. off struggled with it by the way if anyone can find a timestamp for that um that wolf dream i would love to see it right now i have it, i have in it episode, up here in episode guys. three in episode three it's it's probably early um to early to the first third of the episode because it's they're running and then they make and then they make the fire and then Perrin falls asleep and then um so it's well before they meet the Tuathawan. okay because okay. it's 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 when they make that fire so that's that's got to be early to mid episode three because they they escape Shadar Logoth in episode two okay I'll go see if I can track it down um and, and then, uh, yeah, wow. Just, I dismissed it. I, I just, uh, yeah, I dismissed it. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Let me see here. It could be setting up an emo parent and taking the place of killing the white cloaks after they kill Hopper. Yep. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I ultimately think this is all for. It is, is that. And I think, I think him killing his wife is a way for them to sort of cut, cut past like a lot of his family dying in the shadow rising before he has a, his stare down when he tells the white cloaks off. Yeah, I guess. Well, here's, here it is. Here's the dream sequence. I'm watching it right now. My my question for friends as I watch this is, um, are there any other content creators talking about this and, and whether or not, um, what are they saying? about this? Yeah, I think, I think the show could have made it a little clearer to the watcher. The raised hammer is quick, easy to miss. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I was at because, and I've watched it twice just because it it happened. It's immediate turnaround. You barely see her. So it's almost like he turns around and hits her. And then you realize, wait, she had her hammer raised, not the other way around. Like Mm -hmm. he's so it's interesting. It's good. It's it's cool. And it's this is what we want. We we want it to be stuff that we have well, to talk about and think about. And here's the other thing, too. This is um a dream. The dream I'm watching right now is it's the, the, the dark one is is presenting this, right? I mean, so it could also be something that's that's distorted a little bit, right? Even yes. though what we what we know in the books is sometimes what the conversations they had with Baalzaman uh were real. Yeah, there's a freaking wolf. Uh, eating, eating her. Yes. Right um, where he cut her. Right where he cut her too. Right. 
Holy smokes. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I Yeah, the, the, the more I look at that, I'm thinking, now that could just be the dark one messing with him, but... Oh, the Dusty Will spoke about it last night. What what did they say? Well, I wonder what the Dusty Will said about uh, this because, again, I I that's cool. It's not cool. It's I, I know Matt says may, okay, maybe you could take away from that. I wish there was a way somehow uh, where we could have an Inktar moment where it was like she there was no chance, like she was a dark friend long ago, and then she found Perrin, and then wishes she wouldn't have went down that path, but then they got pregnant. She never thought that she'd be called upon to use, because Matt, you could be a dark friend and just do it as a kid for fun, right? Exactly. It's something like, don't, don't do, you know, and then she does it, but yet, it's oh my God, oh my God. They now even have you're... socials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. So this is, um, they think it has merit, but could also be a talking point thrown to the community. Hmm. Well, it's definitely working. Um, Dusty Will had vote 60 to 7% think, uh, I think, said dark friend. There you go. That's why we do these things, because that is some stuff right there. That is a whole thing. Uh, they didn't go quite that in depth, but still. Huh. I'm, I'm honestly kind of convinced. I'm kind of convinced too. now because you could do something in dreams or with a letter that was left or someone else knew one of the forsaken tells uh parents something and they use it against him or maybe it's nothing, but yet they're going to try and make him think that she was, you know, I don't know. Again, it's still his child and she could be protecting the child. There's a lot of angles here. A lot of stuff. There's, All a, lot, right, there's a lot of, there's a lot you can do. There's a lot of things you could do with it. Wow, went down a uh, <laughs> through a portal stone right there, my friend. We went through my a friend, portal yeah. stone, and good God, yeah. So question, uh, question to our question to our our, our uh, viewers here: How many times have you guys watched it? Yeah, good question, good question. Um, yeah, because man, I'm I'm, I'm doing a click through now. I watched uh, episode one earlier again, and two. I just did kind of it's episode one and two, or I'm sorry, one and three that I liked the most. So I. I really got into them and and rewatched those. I need to go back and rewatch too. I've been doing a lot of editing and just you know taking screenshots so we can do some content here uh, on Heroes of the Horn. But um, yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. How many times did you watch? Watched it, it three times. Okay, there we go. Nice, nice. Uh, let me see here. They didn't make it so clear. They uh, think they didn't make it clear. So Parent feels feels the guilt. Exactly. That's a hundred percent where I'm at. A hundred, a hundred percent of on uh, where I'm at on, on that is that it's uh, it's, it's to make Perrin feel, feel guilty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we got, uh, yeah. Kevin just once uh, finished literally less than an hour ago. Let yeah, I'm re go. I'm rewatching. I'm rewatching it again tonight after, yeah. after, after we, after we're done, after we're done with the stream, I'm, I'm uh, watching it again because uh, Teresa hasn't watched it yet, as and she's like, she, she literally, she just texted me. She's like, should I watch it? I'm like, no, I'm right, like, wait yeah. for me, wait for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, because oh, I've, I haven't watched it on. We have a projector, yeah, um, and yeah. I, and I've, I've, I've watched it on my, my PC monitor, um, which is like 30 inches, and I watched it on my Mac as I was doing stuff this morning, which is like 13, but it's like a really, it's a nice, you know, Retina screen or whatever. But I haven't, I've yet to watch it on the projector. Um, because uh, Cowboy Bebop, <clears throat> Cowboy Bebop came out this weekend too, yeah. and, and so I'm, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta blitz through it, and it's all out on Netflix. I only watched the first episode, so there's Buddy. a lot of content to watch this week. And as and I are creating a lot of content, yeah, 
we got yeah. we're going to a we're doing a Game of Thrones we're doing a Game of Thrones live stream on whew, on Sunday. It's crazy, yeah, crazy times with, uh, with Gray Area. Who gray I think area. is is she not into? Uh, I think she's mentioned. Wheel we talked to her. Time. Remember we talked to her about it and we asked her and she was. I think she said she hasn't she hadn't checked it out. But maybe but I think will. I've been seeing her on Twitter talk more about like oh what is this? I might go watch this. So what do you guys think? So sort of thing. So we'll talk to her uh, about that and see maybe if she's really into it. Um, kind of cool to have have yeah. thoughts on it now I mean, there's um, there's some other people we, we, are, we need to bring on and quick reminder tomorrow we are doing another wheel of time live stream uh and if you're in our patron tier where if you're one of our heroes of the horn you guys get to come on and chat with us because we want to chat like directly to you guys so make sure to check that out um because yeah. that's going to be a ton of fun yeah uh so Two, two things first of all you're watching with with teresa i'm gonna watch it with lottie because she was she wants to see it i when we did the trailer reaction she was like oh this looks awesome i'm like yeah right. it looks great and i that was just the trailer and now i've seen it i'm like holy smoke she asked me what i thought i was like guys I was like go watch matt and i talk about this our initial reaction we freaking lost our minds i mean the energy we felt was more than oh, just it was like insane. It was it was authentic. It was really about the show being like, oh, this is. Good. I wish this that, and good. I know that you have some of yours recorded. I wish that I had recorded my reaction because so much of the hype was because it dropped earlier than we expected, right? Yeah. And so I'm like clicking. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Like, let me get it. So let me explain. I'll just explain. I'll explain the story because I think I think I think it's worth telling. So, um, you know, I took today off work. I like scheduled it months ago. Cause I was like, all right, I'm taking the day off work as scheduled the day off work. And our plan was to watch it at like midnight Pacific, which is typically when Disney releases stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, uh, we were just, we we're like, okay, whatever. As is going to get up at 3am, I'll be up at midnight. I'm going to come home, whatever, take a nap. And so I call him on my home and was like, all right, dude, what are we going to like, let's plan this out, get it going. I got to stop at the store real quick. And, um, I was like, but I have seen some people saying this might release earlier. And he's right. like, I know. That's what I'm seeing, too. He's like, Suez had to look up what 12 a.m. GMT thought. He thought it was Grand Mountain Time. Mm -hmm. And uh, turns out it's Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I mean, knew that, but as did, right? <laughs> I mean, I was I was kind of joking, but Grand Mountain Time seemed like Dragon Mount to me, buddy. So right. it's the Grand Dragon Mountain, Mountain like hey, perfect time, you know? Grand Mountain Time, they should change it. Right. Uh, I mean, be respectful. Okay? Uh, uh, Grand, Wayne yeah. Mountain Time. What the heck's wrong That's, with uh, Whatever. Low gain. Hey, Logan right now is proclaiming himself to be the dragon. So well, we don't know that. Yeah. He, at the end, he, he like it was said that he was someone. They said they said, yeah, somebody else said it. he didn't. He didn't. He did not. Specifically well, say, but, I'm waiting for him to say it. But um, uh, anyway, so I'm, we go to the store. I call I call as I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, all right, dude, I got to grab like literally it's just like, you know, rice, milk, like a few things, right. uh, not rice, milk, but rice and milk. Uh -huh. rice milk itself is gross yeah. but anyway so i get like some popcorn and whatever and so then i come home and it's like we all right we're going live we're chatting a little bit and then it goes live and it's like oh my god and we're like freaking out and so i'm watching it i'm like super pumped i think i was also eating a bunch of like i got this like popcorn i, don't know, I got the bag right here uh let's it go was like it's like m&m popcorn i don't know it wasn't very good not gonna lie okay but uh yeah definitely won't buy again but I um so I'm like sugar rushed. I had a huge coffee. The caffeine's flowing. The excitement is flowing. 
when Tam Althor is fighting the Trolloc and goes and gets the Heron Mark Blade, I stood up in my chair right here. Thankfully, no one else was home. And I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> lost my mind. Oh, yeah, that was uh, so, so good. I, I just kept saying I like, lost it. I was I was like, I should have recorded it. Yeah. Half of my reaction was like, uh, someone do something. Someone do something like they're killing people. The Trollocs, what I, what I thought was most impressive about the Trollocs were they just, Matt, could take their finger and just swat and bam, right. you were gone against like like a wall or a shed and and just broken and stuff. I'm like, jeezy cow. So that was that was pretty intense. And then I thought for sure someone's going to come save Nynaeve and, and Egwene. They were on their own. And it really shows you that like they're no, they're uh their their lives are are at risk here and everyone this town so many people were killed and they had a whole army coming they all would have been wiped out and annihilated if they if they would not have hit the road and and gotten out of there and what's really cool is we know from from the books uh, just a kind of spoiler uh if you're not to this part in the books but there's a um there's a reason they can get into the two rivers so quickly there's a special gate that's open that they can get mm-hmm. through crazy mm-hmm. hidden things you know um yes yes wild so that's kind of cool and and it's just like the, it's how did they get here so fast and book readers are going oh my god like i like they they you know they know and show and the show uh watchers might just think okay they were that was the second wave of army coming or or, or whatever but then you start to flash out and by the way there's a great map too that 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 interactive map shows you the westlands uh the westlands and just shows you where everything's at and how difficult it would be to get from the blight all the way through all those kingdoms. How do you yes. get through all those kingdoms and then show up in the two rivers? So that's something for folks to, to look into too. Yeah. So here's, I mean, here's a question. So we know that um, Rosen Pike had talked about, and this was after I'm trying to remember, maybe it's the director It's the whoever about episode six and seven, we know we're supposed to get some mega battles. Um, and remember, there was like comments said about like best budget I've ever been on. And remember, Rosen Pike has been in some b- like big movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was in the not the second one, Wrath of the Titans. That's the second one, right? Okay. Which had Liam Neeson and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. And then she was—I mean, she was a Bond villain. She wasn't. She wasn't necessarily a Bond girl. She was a Bond villain. But I mean, like I know the budgets now or whatever. I mean, so to say that that thing is like a grand scale thing and we just saw a wreck a bunch of trollocs i'm ready for some sort of like open field mega battle power flying everywhere i'm right i'm down well yeah exactly get a few more of them together and have some of those sisters together and and and, and we'll see it well here's the thing we saw tarwin's gap i mean they showed us that in the trailer so we're going there like we're gonna see all this stuff happen uh they'll be going to defend it they're asking will the golden crane ride again like lan is there the dragon yeah, just just like the dragon. And by the way, have you seen the way that Lan looks at Rand? Yes. Whoa. Oh my they've, god. I do like, yes, they've start they've definitely started that. They've also started the Nynaeve Lan confrontation, and they've mm-hmm. definitely started I think the way that when Rand tells Moraine off, the way mm-hmm. she kind of looks at him. It is great because mm-hmm. they've already started the I will not Rand's I will not be controlled. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. That's the dragon spirit, man. It's the dragon spirit. 
or is it? I don't know, but it's, it's it cool. I'm glad it is, I'm, it is. It is definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I will say that the character who feels the most different from their book counterpart is Matt. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And also his family. That is such right. a, a curveball. Um, I tell you what, episode one got me all sorts of uh, tingles, emotions, tear, teary eyed feels. And I felt like, oh, my God, it made me sick to my stomach to right. to, to see like um, a mother, a wife that distraught about being right. humiliated and stuff and that right. not knowing what to do with it, man. I mean, that's hard stuff right there. Do we have do we have any idea? I got to look this up. Do we have any idea why Barney Harris left? No, I, I don't know uh, if you guys have have heard anything, you know, leave us a comment or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I, I think um, a part of me. Part of me doesn't really want to know. Part of me is just sort of like uh, it could be it could be everything from mental health to just changing a actors, you know, and, and saying which that last bit is hard for me to believe because he did such a good job. He did. He's such so a, good. He's such so good like he's so good. And that's not to say I whatever the, the guy, the guy who's playing him, who's in like 10 seconds of The Witcher. Sure. Um, and they say like, oh, he's from Witcher fame. I He'll guess. do a great job. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that. I, mean, I haven't. I haven't seen I'm sure anything, is. right? I'm, yeah, I, I hope he does. But um, it's just Barney Harris is so good as Matt, and it's like I can totally see him as like the Matt that we will know he will become. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he also looked a lot like the fan art too, and he had that kind of a long, lot. that long, lanky kind of uh, build and everything. And I, I yeah, I think though that the other guy who's playing him to me, he he looks a little bit. I would say that the Matt that we know that becomes like with you know he gets the hat and like the coat and like the long you know, mm -hmm. um, I think that guy looks a little closer to Matt Cawthon than Barney Harris. Yeah. But I mean, okay. I think they both look like him. I think that's both going to be great. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Nothing on Barney as. Um... That's what I've seen. I feel like I feel like if it was like, you know, something troubling, we would that would come out like he'd be fired for specific reasons. Yeah. It could be it could be just living situations. I mean, uh, Rosamund Pikes talked about how she she moved her kids to Croatia, like they moved her family to Croatia to do this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So I love it. So far, so far, that's been that's been really cool and interesting. I get, I kind of get why they've done this stuff with Perrin and Matt because we just right. pick up from Rand his perspective in the books that ah, this is how Matt is, this is how Perrin is, and now right. we get to kind of see that through their uh, Perrin's wife and then through Matt's parents. So right. this is a lot. So of I will say, I, I I I did talk to my mom earlier today who yeah. took, just watched like the first five minutes of it. And uh, show it's always funny because I love talking to my mom about stuff because she's just a heart. She's a binger. I mean, mm -hmm. binger. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'll be like, hey, oh, hey, um, yeah, I saw this cool new show. She's like, oh, I already seen it. I was like, yeah, she's like, yeah, I started on Monday, finished on like Wednesday. Right. Done. Do you yeah. sleep like, you know what? Like, right. How's it go? Anyway, so um, she watched the first like 10 minutes and she was like, hey, who's that? Who's that tall Asian guy? <laughs> just mm -hmm. like, OK, here we go. Like, yeah. it's so funny. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, Lance, 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 great. You know, there's something too. He's, I think he's the best. I think he's the best casting. Yeah, he's he is really good. Um, I haven't really thought much to it because they all kind of just feel. They all feel great, but yeah. I to me to me yeah. he is like, 
he is the to me he is the most just and it's, it, it's because like the other people are they just wear sort of like regular clothes whereas like he wears something rather specific i know moraine does as well and you know what let's go ahead and say it mm-hmm. blouse gate not a big deal no right no exactly but again that- that's the thing and that's what we were that's what i was critical of yeah. of those early shots we were getting was you you gave us a terrible clip out of context like moraine just opening her eyes i still now that i've even seen the whole scene mm-hmm. i think it was stupid i think mm-hmm. it was a stu i still think it was a stupid clip to show yeah as a yeah. teaser and, and and the thing is too at that point in time they're they know they only are dealing with book fanatics in in a small fandom um because then once they started really dropping their promotional stuff it looked good so that early stuff was just i they weren't ready for any of that stuff they were just i it's crazy that they were just doing that for simply for book fan right. service and and for uh, some right. fuel for the content creators that's all they were doing because you look at it you look at the promotional stuff leading up to it uh the last month a month and a half f- phenomenal absolutely phenomenal yeah. so absolutely great but so yeah so all right as well i think we're i think we're are we're slowing down here a little bit in the uh chats and uh everything got one we'll do one last one here so from hawkthorn uh 33 had a thought with ran being stubborn considering it was two chapters of building our eyes said i good or bad i think they're trying to shoehorn in the doubt definitely mm-hmm. i think i think we'll get more of that in episode four especially since we're going to be spending some more time with tom Marilyn. i yeah. definitely definitely think that as well yeah, agreed. That's a good point. And it's just all, it's all the way in which you do it and the way you move stuff around. And it's uh, to me, it's always seemed like an impossible. I can't imagine how many ideas they pitched around on like between Rafe and the writers. And where where do you where do you incorporate that idea with Rand and yes. casting some doubt on Aes Sedai? We can't do it too early or, or do we or we have to use Tom Maryland, but we're moving Tom Maryland over here. It's OK. We'll do it later. Lots of different conversations that would probably have our heads spinning. So I'm happy to sit back and just say, what did they do? And I, so far, last my, my last big thing, I have three episodes. We have seen three episodes. I'm so glad they gave us three. If they would have just gave us yes. one, I would have been blown away too. But I got to calm down and soak up more of, of the experience. And then that third, I think more. To suck more, you into the world. Yeah, I, I think more of them should do that. Even like Mandalorian and some of the other shows. Well, God, that's not uh, a Disney idea. does. So like Disney does. um uh disney has typically done with the mandalorian is you get like an episode remember we would get an episode i think it was like we had an episode on tuesday and then another one on friday which i think is good because it gives you time to sort of get gripped into the world by getting just a little bit more you don't it's always it's always a hit or miss i don't know i think i i I like netflix's style which is just dump the whole thing but then at the same time, I kind of like this. Oh, I love this. Yeah, it kind of makes it harder to cover because you know I'm I want to I'm going to cover Cowboy Bebop and then The Witcher is coming and I'm going to cover it too, over on my video game channel. And um, you know it's hard because it's like what do we do? Do mm-hmm. we? How do you record it? Do you do one episode? Do you do eight episodes? Do you? Right. Well, yeah. and and really even outside of being content creators, I think it's just a fan. When we were watching Game of Thrones. Boy, it was an event. It was a watch. Right. Get everybody over Sunday night, order a pizza, get get all this. Then it was Monday morning. Like it really actually what I love about TV shows like this is it affects the work week and it makes the work week better. 
You know what I mean? Because right. like, honestly, buddy, this morning I went in, I had some stuff to, to do since it came out last night on Thursday. I decided to actually go in for um, an hour or two, get some stuff done, hit the gym, do some different things this morning. And I'm in there seeking out like my assistant principal, people at the, at, at the building who have uh, watched it and who are into the show. And I know that, that conversation, the ones I didn't get to, guess what? Monday is going to come around. I'm going to follow right back up with them and say, what'd you guys think? That's, that's what I love about this style of drop, you know? So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right, guys. Well with that, Hey, remember we will be back on tomorrow, uh, which will be the 20th, uh, same time, 7 PM Eastern, 4 PM Pacific sometime, uh, grand mountain time. And, uh, if you are a, we're going to bring on our patrons. So if you're in our patron tier, uh, be sure to check that out. Come and hang out. Uh, maybe nobody shows up, but as and I will still talk regardless, we'll but yeah. we want it. We, we want to get you guys, uh, definitely want to give you guys an opportunity to come on the show and talk. And we want to talk with you directly. So be sure to check that out and, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And remember that the grave is no bar to our call. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.